Meatballs, meatballs. Meatballs, meatballs. Podcast 17. This is Meatball Fulton. Since we're near that strange time of the year when we celebrate skeletons and witches, werewolves and zombies, vampires and all kinds of horrific Halloween creatures, and that includes the latest Hollywood monsters, I decided this is an ideal time to play some bits from 90 Seconds Cell Phone Chillin' Theater. Ghouls galore, formerly rent a ghoul. How many ghouls do you need? 4,000 4, ghouls, may I ask what this is for? Did you say the Republican National Convention? Oh, the Republican All Ghoul Convention. Right. If you don't mind my asking, don't you have enough of your own ghouls? You need to fill the hall because... Ah, gotcha, because the Democratic All-Demon Convention down the street. Would you like a mixed batch? What do I suggest? Well, certainly slobbering ghouls and drooling ghouls and... What's the difference? It's saliva count. Drooling ghouls are non-stop saliva. Oh, we also have groaning ghouls, grinning ghoul, gaseous ghoul... Outlawed? Oh, yes, the great gaseous ghoul disaster. Yeah, well, okay. that incident happened in a confined space after a western barbecue of beans and chili. Cigar? Yes, unfortunately, someone did light a cigar. Applauding ghouls, Applauding ghouls well, no, our ghouls aren't bright enough to hit two hands together, but no. they're very good at clubbing one another. Solidarity. Oh, you need to show ghoul solidarity. Mm-hmm. Do you need applauding ghouls? Oh, Christ, yes. Okay, okay, well, with their lack of intelligence, is just what you need for a political convention. Uh-huh. But I'll tell you what we did do for that SWAT nagger campaign. Yeah. A machine created the applause, you know, just like on TV. Okay, take it. Yep. Cheering ghouls? Oh, cheering ghouls, of course. We also have Gleefill ghouls. Uh, goose steppers. Goose ghouls. Yeah. Yes, no, they're out of fashion at the moment. Oh, boy. But we do have good old boy ghouls. Oh, good old They will certainly uh, represent a large ghoul? part of your consideration. Yeah, ba- bashing ghouls? Yeah. Yes, you bet. But- yes, every ghoul comes with his own club. Uh, but our insurance provider will want to know who it is you plan to bash. Liberals. Liberals. Are there any left to bash? <laughs> And you're bashing fellow conservatives by accusing them of being liberal. Uh, speak to a You'd like to speak to a ghoul? Yeah. All right. Uh, what type? Good old ghoul. A good old boy. Right. No, ghoul. Sweeney, will you put Billy Bob, the basher, on? I didn't ask for a basher. I know you didn't ask for a basher ghoul, so I bet many of our ghouls are by ghoul Ah, yeah. Billy Bob's on. Go ahead. Uh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm going to Okay, all set. Oh, well, we're all set then. Well, thank you so much for calling Ghouls Galore. And you too, Mr. Rowe. I thought that one was appropriate considering this election year. Most of these tiny stories were inspired by Hollywood horror films, but I've obviously added a little bent humor here and there. You see, I used to write commercials for radio, first when I worked at a station in Montreal, CHOM, and then later here at ZBS Media, where we did radio spots for Warner Brothers and RCA and others. I've always been fascinated by the shape and form of commercials, though personally I hate commercials. When I hear them, they drive me nuts, except when they're really good. They're almost like a haiku, you know, really tight, no excess words, clean to the point, maybe even poetic. I also like the idea of using cell phones because you could be anywhere, almost, talking to someone six feet under, or in a crypt or haunted house or in a cellar where a vampire is napping. Cell phones are wonderful little mobile devices to work with. The X-Fillings, dental case number 333. 
if the tooth be told. Oh, God, I've got this terrible toothache. I never thought I'd find a dentist out in the country. It's lucky you had an opening. Where are you? Oh, I don't know. It's an old Victorian house on Adams Road. Adams Road? Yeah. You don't mean Adams Road. Well, that's what I just said. You don't mean an old Victorian mansion. Aren't you listening? That place fell down. Well, someone stood it back up. You sound funny. I gave a shot of Novocaine. Who did? Dr. Dumont. He had a syringe big enough for a horse. You didn't say Dr. Dumont. Yeah, he had a gray smile. You don't mean a big, white, toothy smile, like with more teeth than a mouth yeah, hole? Yeah, yeah. It's very hard to move my jaw. Tell me it's not Dr. Dumont. Arsening on the door. You don't mean Dr. Dumont, the mad driller. What are you saying? I, I'm saying get out of here. No, can't numb my whole body. Stephanie, get up and get out. I can't move. What's that sound? It's a drill. Did you say it's a drill? Huh? No, it's not my tooth. It's my forehead. No, oh, Stephanie! Stop it! Stop Stephanie. it! Stephanie! Stephanie! I hope she doesn't expect me to pay his bill. When I wrote commercials, I used to think, what if I didn't have to sell a product? What if I used the form to do something other than try to convince people to buy something that's probably bad for them, that's probably helping to destroy the planet, in fact, a product that they don't even need? What if I used the form to tell funny little stories instead? But the problem I ran into was, if I didn't have a product to focus on to stimulate my imagination, then I had nothing to write about. No product, no story. I could come up with a couple of ideas for stories, but not enough to do a whole series. What I hit upon, where to get my ideas, was to invent the title first and then see if the title would gather a story around itself. So a title like Drooling Doreen might gather a story like this. Hello? Hello, I am a doll. What's your name? I am Drooling Doreen. Who? Doreen the Drooling doll. A real drooling doll? Yes. Buy me. Mail me to all your little enemies. Why? I will drool all over them. Really? I will drool all your favorite liquids. Like spit? Can you drool real spit? Yes, I can drool real spit. Can you drool like purple permanent ink? Yes, I can drool purple permanent ink. Can you drool like puke? Yes, I can drool real vomit. Ooh, wow. You don't have much of imagination, do you? Why? What else can you drool? Battery acid. You can't drool battery acid. Yes, battery acid. Not real battery acid? Yes, listen. Wow, you are so cool. Buy me. Mail me to all your little enemies. How much you cost? I am only $129.95 plus shipping. Is there other stuff you can do? I am drooling Doreen. Drool is my only bodily function. Oh, okay. But you should talk to my sister. You have a sister? Yes, she is it all. What's her name? Peeing Pauline. Oh, wow, cool. No, actually, hot and scalding. So every morning, I'd look at my list of titles. There are ones like Dr. Borneo Bob, Head Shrinker, 
Betty Big Boobs meets Smiling Sam, the Crocodile Man. Loathsome Sally under the Texas moon, the secret smile of the moaning Lisa. When one of the titles caught my eye, I'd sit down and write a story. But I had no idea where the story would go. It was just coming out of nowhere. It was like, I can't believe that this sick, twisted thing is coming from me. I'm not this far gone, am I? I had about 250 titles, so even if I came across a simple title like My Boyfriend's Back, I'd start writing just to see where it would take me. And sometimes where it took me was almost painful. See if you can listen to this without feeling some pain. Dixie Doodle, Girl Geek, and My Boyfriend's Back. What's this contraption you sent me? A stretching machine. Yeah? You said you wished you were taller. Where's the controls? I can operate it by remote. Yeah? How? Oh, by sending tones through my cell. So all I have to do is lie back and enjoy it? Sure, I'll do it all for you. So what do I do? Stretch out on this thing? Hold your cell up so I can see. Yeah, that's it. Now stretch your arms up over your head. Mm. Perfect, don't move. Hey! It clamped my ankles and wrists. Oh well, yeah, now I'm gonna stretch you. Oh, okay. Hmm. How's that? Feels good. A little more? Yeah, sure. Hmm? Do you remember that time I was away and you went out with Heather? I think that's enough. And I dumped you, but you pleaded and you said you'd never do it again. Dixie, you can stop now. And then last weekend when I was gone, you saw her again. What do you mean? Ow. All right. I did. But we didn't do anything. You spent the night with her, you creep. Dixie, no. I never... Ah. Never? Oh. Oh. Uh. All right, I did. But I slept on the couch. We never did. Ah. All right. All right, we did. But I was thinking of you all the time. Ah. Oh. Matt? Matt? I didn't mean to break your back. I'm sorry. Oh, Dixie. You are such a dork. I don't know why I ever- So you see, I really can't take full credit for these, even though I wrote all of them. I'm certain there's someone else I can blame. Maybe my mother. I'm not a huge fan of horror stories. Not like some people who can't get enough of the stuff. Those of you who love to be scared witless. But I do love the characters Hollywood comes up with. Zombies are especially good fun. Here's Dave Adams, who does Mojo in the Jack Flanders stories. Here he's Zombie L, talking to Trixie on his cell phone. Zombie L. Big night out. Zombie L? Yes. This is Trixie, you know, twisted Trixie. Yes. Oh, you coming to the Big Bash at Crypt number 47? Big Bash? Yeah, you know, weird wonders annual wiener road. Oh, yeah. Everybody's going to be there. Everybody, I mean, that crypt is going to be hot and hot and super sweaty. I see. Even Dizzy Door or the Weird 
Diva may show up and shriek for us. Yes. Anyway, we had Wanda ask me to call because, well, this year it's kind of different. Ah? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's uh, a lot more formal. It's a ball. A ball? Yeah, she's calling it the first annual blood curdler's ball. No wiener roast? Well, that's sort of folded into it. I see. There were a few freaks who didn't want to invite you because of those smelly rags you always wear. And we're all going to be crammed into that crypt, you know. I see. What are you doing? I am digging up a body. I didn't know you people ate dead flesh. Zombie Al is not a ghoul. Sorry. I didn't know you people were so touchy. We do not devour the dead. Oh, okay. We are the dead. We do not eat each other. There's a zombie code of ethics? No, we do not taste good. Ah, gotcha. You know, you sound a little tired. You've been working too hard? No, no, no. This is the seventh body I've dug up tonight. Oh, yeah? I'm trying to find my size. What? My size dark suit for your damn formal party. Oh, I get it. You're trying to dig up something that suits you. <laughs> Why? I want to take a peek. Hmm. All right. See? Oh, he's a long one. He's really tall. Hmm. Nice pinstripe. I'll bet it's just your size. Good shoes, too. Let me see. Oh, yeah. That's class. Even comes with worms in the toes. Oh, I'll let that tickle. <clears throat> yes. Very nice fit. How do I look? Oh, zombie Al, you are something else. Am I? Oh, yeah, you could pass for the CEO of some mega-corporate global conglomerate. I was that once. Oh. Well, see you at the blood goodless pool. Bye! Goodbye, Trixie. Twit. You can, of course, buy 90-second cell phone chill and theater on CDs or download them from our website, cbs.org. There are 50 of these little one-and-a-half to two-minute or so stories. But what we're about to do is offer these stories as free downloads, a different story for each day, starting this month, October. I think it's October 10th we're starting. Check out our website, zbs.org. And you'll find how to get them for free, one every day for the next 50 days. What a way to wake up in the morning and start your day. Okay, here's a favorite of mine to go out on. The X-Fillings, dental case number 122, in odious extraction. Uh, Detective Barney Bigbutt to see you, doctor. Send him in. Just squeeze in the chair there, Detective Big Butt. Now, what's your problem? I woke up this morning with a voice inside my mouth. You woke up this morning with a voice inside your mouth? That's what I said. I see, but it's only natural to have a voice inside your mouth. True, but it's not my voice. Whose voice is it? Sounds like some kid. Interesting. When I shut my mouth... It gets amplified. It comes out my nose. Ah, the voice comes out of your nostril. Both nostrils in stereo. Oh, interesting. Put your ear to my schnoz. You can hear it. All right. Hmm. Wow. 
There does appear to be something in there. I think my fillings are picking up satellites. Let's take a look. Open. All. Wider. All. Wider. No, 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 no. It's not any of your teeth. Huh? No, it's coming from deep down inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your intestines. <laughs> yes. Did you swallow a radio? Uh, no. I see. You can close your mouth. Hey, this is a dog. You said you're Barney Big Buck. Daddy, have you seen my cell phone? No. Why? Well, I left it in the bathroom. Yeah, so? That was before you took a shower, and now it's gone. Where did you put it? On the toilet seat. No, I didn't see it. My friend Chrissy was supposed to call me. Listen, kiddo, I'm sitting on a big case, and I'm trying to solve it here. Okay. Bye, Daddy. <laughs> Kids and their cell phones. So, any ideas? Detective Big Butt, I feel we've been approaching this from the wrong end. And so, case number 122, an odious extraction, was finally solved. But trust me, you don't want to hear the end. Open. Oh. Wider. Oh. Wider. Oh. Okay, right there. Oh, ow! You have three messages. This is Meatball Fulton, zbs.org.